This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. As we do every Friday, we are traveling across the Magnolia State to let you know about events and people that make Mississippi great. Today, we'll start our road trip in West Point for the Black Prairie Blues Festival. Later, we'll drop to Ocean Springs and learn about the Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards and then head west to the kill for First Fridays at Lazy Magnolia Brewery. Wesley is our musical guest, and you don't want to miss this rising roots artist. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride. This is Next Stop Mississippi. We'll be right back after the news. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include CFP, Certified Financial Planner Professionals, committed to providing financial planning in the client's best interest, from taxes and investments to saving for college and planning for retirement. More at letsmakeaplan.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. And if you've got questions about what's happening around Mississippi on this Labor Day weekend, give us a call. We're going to do our best to give you recommendations and suggestions on how to fill this long weekend. So the number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And uh, I know everyone's pleased to um, enter in a long Labor Day weekend with some sunshine. Oh, yes. We've been getting beat up by that rain, but I mean, nothing compared to what's going on in Houston and my heart and prayers go out to everybody in that area and in the, uh, you know, the path of this storm. Absolutely. I mean, even 12 years after Hurricane Katrina, I think we all uh, know that feeling and that that dread so familiar. It's so familiar to us still. So um, glad to um, glad to get some sun here and and hopefully across the southeast. And uh, Kamel, we've got a great show today. As usual, we're going to be all over the state talking about a lot of different things. Um, But You've got a big weekend ahead of you taking the Mississippi story uh, further north than the state line. Yes, indeed. I mean, I am so happy uh, to represent Mississippi and visit Mississippi and head to Port Washington, Wisconsin in the morning. Yes, for a uh, Mississippi Blues Trail unveiling for Paramount Records uh, in Port Washington. Uh, Paramount Records uh, was really, really instrumental in the blues genre in the 1920s and 30s and I mean, they had people on uh, that they put out like Charlie Patton and big names like Sunhouse and Skip wow. James. Uh, so, yeah, out of Port Washington, where there were no African-American residents at all, they became a mainstay, you know, producing records in the blues genre uh, in the 20s and 30s. Now, and and where you're going, like I, they recorded the records, right? But didn't they also print them there? Yeah, they, they printed them there. And that's
that's where they shipped out from. Uh, so it's just amazing how much uh, Mississippi just spans out to the rest of the country and in the crooks and crevices uh, of places you've never heard of. But it's getting the blues trail marker tomorrow and they so deserve it. Well, that's really exciting. Now, Camille, you're doing great work with the Blues Trail, and uh, this is marker number... This is 195. Oh, my goodness. And we plan on reaching number 200 to help celebrate Mississippi's bicentennial, and that'll be celebrated in the Delta, which will be quasi the Delta's uh, bicentennial celebration also with the uh, unveiling of the marker Rocket 88. Oh, gosh. Wow. So 200 markers, 200 years and and doing it in the Delta. That's kind of like that Alpha and Omega, the Mississippi Blues Trail. Exactly. Well, that's really exciting. Safe travels to you, but I'm glad you're in studio with us today. Oh, thank you so much. Well, uh, we'll get the show started talking about the Blues Trail and blues. Um, uh, Our first guest is joining us uh, from the hometown of Hallen Wolf. And uh, if you don't know, now you know that's West Point, Mississippi. So uh, we're really pleased to welcome to the show, Jeremy Klutz. He's the program director for West Point's 22nd annual Black Prairie Blues Festival. Welcome, Jeremy. Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, Well, it's always good to have you on the show, and I'm really excited about hearing more about this uh, Prairie Blues Festival. Yes, it'll uh, it'll kick off tonight. It's um, doors open at 5. It's held here in West Point at the old Mary Holmes College in in the gymnasium. Uh, There'll be signs directing it. That's uh, 278 Mary Holmes Drive. Uh, the show start off, it'll look like I said, the gates open at, at 5, doors open at 5, and the show start at 6, and we'll run until about 11, 30, 12 o'clock tonight. Uh, first performance uh be the, the Old Memphis Kings that were kind of brought up by Willie King uh, from Old Memphis, Alabama. Then we got Victor Wainwright in the, in the train, phenomenal keyboard player. I'm really looking forward to, to seeing him and hearing him tonight. Uh, and then uh, Big George Brock. Uh, which uh, Big George has been around a while and played with many of the legends. Uh, Big George is 85 years old, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, he'll be headlining it tonight. He'll go on about 9.15. Uh, we'll have uh, barbecue for sale. Um, um, you can uh, bring, a, bring a small cooler to allow, bring, you a, bring your own drink, uh, but there'll be soft drinks and water for sale there. T-shirts. Uh, uh, we'll also have a raffle. Uh, raffling off several different things, and uh, we just want everybody to come out and enjoy uh, enjoy the blues. I'm just trying to keep it alive. Well, Jeremy, tell us how you got involved with the festival. How long have you been involved, and just I've how been, long has the festival been going on? Well, the festival is going. To, this is like I said. This is the 22nd year. It's been going on since 1995, and uh, uh, I've been involved roughly about 11 years now, and then. Uh, the last three years, I've been putting it putting it on the as far as the program director. Well, Jeremy, you guys decided just a few years ago to move uh, the festival indoors, which, uh, given Mississippi this time of year, was probably a, an ingenious decision. Um, but talk a little bit about this facility and and you know w- what makes uh, the atmosphere different when you go inside as opposed to you know being out on the grass in your folding chair. Well, actually, it's always been inside. We used to have it at the Civic, which the city of West Point owns, and it's an old uh, it's an old. Uh, it's kind of a smaller venue there. We we decided to move it out once uh, community council got the old Mary Holmes facility out here and had the gym. We decided to move it out there because we have a whole lot more room. 
uh, not just for the not for the people attending, but for artists too. It was just kind of cramped up uh, there at the Civic where we usually where we usually had it. So we wanted to move it to a bigger venue so we could uh, we could have more folks. Uh, we were limited to about 300 folks at the Civic, and then we can hold about 800 out here at uh, at the Mary Holmes Gym. Jeremy, you guys have like the old Memphis Kings, Victor Wainwright in the train, as you mentioned, and Big George Brock in the New House Rockers. How did you choose the talent, and uh, and and what made you uh, choose this combination of talent? Well, we we kind of we, we kind of try to you know we we try to get a you know we've got several local blues bands here in, in, in the Golden Triangle area. We try to we try to give all those guys some exposure. And we've been doing that the last couple of years. And then uh, Victor Wainwright, uh, he's won several several awards. And we try to keep it fresh and, you know, and, uh, and not have the same repeat artist year after year, try to, because we've got so many to choose from right here in the great state of Mississippi and then, you know, other states as, as well. And, uh, you know, we just try to keep it, you know, we wanted to get Big George on here. I wanted to get Big George last year, but we were a little cut we had some conflicting schedules there with Big George. I waited a little too late last year to book him, and uh, uh, I wanted to get get him back. Big George has played the festival several years, many years ago. I'm not sure which year, but uh, we're, we're looking forward to having him. And that's kind of how we that's kind of how we choose the board. I don't I don't directly choose our, our board. We have uh, eight members on the board. We all kind of put it together uh, about six months in advance try to start booking these guys well that's right and you know people are drawn to west point and uh clay county for that howlin wolf story you've got the howlin wolf marker right there in the middle of town and uh you know i think a lot of these artists sort of reflect that that spirit of 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 music there and and tonight's um concert tonight's festival really kicks off a big weekend in west point it's not just uh it's not just the black prairie blues festival you've got more going on on saturday yes you got uh you got the prairie arts which uh we we kind of open it up for the for the Prairie Arts and uh, the next day, and we'll have the Blues will continue the next day also at uh, Prairie Arts. We've got uh, we got D Car people performing uh, downtown and uh, Terry Harmonica Bean. And I think my my wife Lisa, which she she runs Prairie Arts, uh, she's the she's the director for it, and I think she's got one more artist. I'm not sure who it is though. Well, I love that. You know, we see that uh, in Mississippi, but um, you guys, uh, uh, Jeremy and his wife, Lisa Klutz, are, are really kind of at the center of, of pushing forward these cultural and arts festivals um, uh, there in West Point. So we really thank you guys for your dedication to that. It is um, it is certainly a labor of love, I know from experience. Uh, yes, yes, it is. We thank you. Now, uh, Jeremy, if you want to tell our listeners where they can go to find out a little more information about tonight's show, um, I know that it is a ticketed event, and um, you do have capacity, so we'd want to encourage folks to get out there and um, and check out the website to learn more information. Yes, you can go to blackprairiebluesfestival.com, find out more info there. Uh, you can still get tickets here in the Golden Triangle. Uh, it's uh, the Growth Alliance here in West Point, uh, Jack Corvus State Farm in, in Starville and uh, the Art Center in Columbus. And then you, can buy, you can buy tickets at the door, too. They're, they're, 20, they're 20 in advance if you, if you go to those locations and 25 at the door. Now, will there be some uh, Black Prairie uh, fiddles there that are, you wouldn't find anywhere else? Any good food? 
Oh yes, sir. And we'll we'll have barbecue for sale by David Wilkerson. Uh, he'll have plenty of that for sale. Uh, there'll there'll be uh, artist CDs for sale. Like I said, we'll have a raffle also. I've got a young man from uh, from from Memphis coming down to sell some some blues paintings also. Now, Jeremy, before we we let you go today, I've got to ask you a question. You know, when we talk about Mississippi, you know, people are always talking about the Gulf Coast and the Mississippi Delta and, uh, you know, the the hill country. But the Black Prairie is probably an under-recognized area of the state. Tell tell me what that means. Well, uh, you know, it's. There's there's very few artists from the Black Prairie. I mean, you had you had uh, Big Joe Williams, uh, of course, uh, Howlin' Wolf, of course, Lucille Bogan, Buckle White, uh, Willie King. Um, we're you know there's very few of them over here on the on this side. You know, in the uh, which we get we get several. You know, we get we get a ton of folks that are here. This you know traveling the trail that make the you know to make the stop and come out of their way to to come over here. But you know. I get an average of 25, 30, 30 folks a month uh, through looking, you know, at the coming to the museum. I'm the museum coordinator too, uh, curator as, as well. Uh, you know, but we wish, you know, we would love to have more folks through. We're actually getting ready to, um, we've purchased a new building for the museum while, while we're on here. And uh, we're, we should be in the next two years have it up and, and going. We've got a, a much larger facility, and hopefully we'll have regular business hours. Right now, we're we're you know, we're just open by you know appointment. They can anybody can come up, show up, call me, and I will meet them there if if I'm able and in town. And ninety ninety five percent of the time, I'm here and able. So uh, we wish everyone to West Point. Well, that's wonderful, and that that is the Helen Wolf Museum in West Point, uh, available by appointment through Jeremy and and his great group over in West Point. So, Jeremy, thanks for being on the show. We wish oh. you the best of luck tonight and throughout the weekend. Oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. And if anybody else needs, you know, I'll put my, my my cell phone number out there. If you want any more info, you're more welcome to call me at that six six two two nine five eight three six one. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, uh, but don't forget to give us a call, and we'll uh, do our best to help you fill your weekend with some fun activities and ideas. Uh, When we return, we'll talk with Lakeisha Cotton with the Gulf Coast Music Awards. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. If you're just joining us, before the break, we spoke with Jeremy Klutz about tonight's Black Prairie Blues Festival in West Point. It's sure to be a great blues experience for all in attendance, so we hope folks over uh, over in the Golden Triangle make their way to West Point tonight and, yes. and through the weekend with the Prairie Arts Festival happening on Saturday. I think we're going to have a great weather for celebrating this uh, long Labor Day weekend, and uh, there is a lot happening around the Magnolia State. No need to leave home. No need. 
Now, uh, we're heading south, uh, moving on down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, to Ocean Springs, to talk to Lakeisha Cotton. She is the founder and president of the Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards. Uh, Welcome, Lakeisha. Hi, good afternoon, or good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, before we get started, I've just got to tell these listeners and the world, if you don't know who Lakeisha Cotton is, get ready, because she is one of, she is going to be the next gospel superstar to take over the planet. Y'all have got to hear this lady's voice. She is amazing. How you doing, Lakeisha? Good morning, Mr. Kamelke. It's so amazing to hear from you again and talk to you. Thank you so much for uh, those wonderful accolades. I'm so humbled. Uh, but it, it was such a blessing to work with you, and I just appreciate everything that you do in the music industry. Thank you so much. Well, no, thank you. So tell our listeners about the Gulf Coast Music Awards and how it's getting started, and, and just give us the whole scenario and what's going on with this great award show. Awesome. I would love to. Well, the Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards is the first of its kind on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Now, we know that Jackson has their Jackson Music Music Awards, and um, this was birthed out of uh, me having an experience similar to that in Jackson, uh, kind of birthed out of even the, the experience with the search that I had with Mr. Kamel King and his label. And um, it started maybe about Two to three years ago, my manager and I were en route from uh, West Palm Beach in South Florida. I was nominated for an award, three nominations there in South Florida. I uh, didn't win, but I didn't go to win. It was just an experience and to be recognized in a different state. So that was one of about five total nominations that I've received uh, probably in the past five years. And it, it was such a blessing to just experience that. I was so floored at the experience and and, uh, even going to the red carpet in L.A. with uh, American Idol that was hosted by the Coast Idol here on the Gulf Coast a few years ago. And so we were on our way back from South Florida to kind of fast forward. Uh, I said to my manager, I said, you know, that was a wonderful experience. Do we have anything like that on the Mississippi Gulf Coast? And she said, no, I don't think so. I said, well, let's just research. So, again, we knew about the Jackson Music Awards. Uh, but we didn't know if there was anything of the sort here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Well, after about a year or so of research, and we found that there was none. And the reason that I wanted to do it is because I know so many musicians, so many singers, so many composers, so many producers, so many gospel artists that um, are amazing in their area, in their, their field, that I felt like, you know, these people need to be recognized. Uh, these people need to at least have a platform. God has blessed me in so many different ways to have so many different platforms. And I'm the type of person that, you know, if I'm experiencing something great, <laughs> I like people to experience it with me. I grew up that way. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was like, oh, Lakeisha. That's, you're always like, to just enjoy something by yourself sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I'm always like, oh, you know, if I'm laughing, everybody can laugh. If I'm having fun. Everybody should have fun. If I'm rejoicing, everybody should rejoice. And so I wanted to share some of my personal experiences in the music ministry and in, in the music industry with those locals that don't have a platform, that don't get an opportunity to grace a red carpet, that don't get an opportunity to showcase their music, that may be having a hard time even getting their music out there. 
so that's why it was born, uh, because of all of these amazing musicians and artists that I know that don't have a platform. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you have the resources. You have the know-how. And what you don't know, you know people that do know. So we began putting it in place. Now we have a board or guild or what have you of 16 members, and they're all business and industry professionals from imagery to artist management to uh, artist development, even to life and spiritual coaching, to uh, engineers and record producers, to magazines, radio personalities. So all of these people, God has blessed me to come in contact with these folks over the course of my, uh, in my, my music experience here on the Gulf Coast. So I called upon them, and I, I you know, shared the vision with them, and they were through the roof. And so here we are. Now, the day before the event, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Lakeisha, I really, I have to say, I was just so impressed as I began to learn more about the Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards, because really at your core, you're more than recognition and a platform. You're really about development of artists. Um, and part of, of being recognized, part of being an honoree of, of this, um, you know, initial Gospel Music Awards is, is a year of mentorship and training. I mean, that's really the I think the greatest gift you can offer any developing artist. It is. And I must say, uh, I would like to sue Kamel King's horn just for a moment. Oh, I thought. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yes, ma'am. That is the meat of the message or what have you. That's kind of what we say in the church. <laughs> the meat of the message. Um, Kamel King kind of uh, dropped a nugget in the, in the bucket uh, a seed or what have you for this, and he doesn't know it. Uh, but I experienced with Now Entertainment um, and with the search in Jackson was similar to, almost similar to uh, what I'm shaping this around. Uh, it's not searching for anyone. We selected these uh, 23, it was 25 initially. We selected these, hand selected these 23. Um, but in my experience with Now Entertainment, Mr. King and his staff was very uh, meticulous. They were very thorough uh, with us. Uh, he had a staff member to contact us and talk to us about every step of the way. If it wasn't via email or phone, they talked to us about the process. And so in learning the process about the industry, it's important to learn the industry. Because a lot of artists, even myself at one point, felt that, oh, I can just, you know, get on stage put on a nice outfit, grab that mic, and tear up the stage. Yeah. Step up the stage, collect my check, and I'm okay. I'm done. But people don't understand all of the blood, the sweat, and the tears on the back end. And so in my experience with the search, I know that there was a lot of back-end work. And I paid attention. I watched a lot of things. And even learning, and I'm still learning, I saw all of the work that goes into this. So we're not just as you said, we're not just giving an award. Uh, we are helping to kind of shape the artist, their mentality, uh, spiritually, uh, their image, mentally. We're trying to help them to understand that if this is something that you want to do for the kingdom of God, or if this is just something you want to do in the industry, you have to understand the work behind it. And not just saying, well, you know, I'll hire somebody to do it because they see everything up in light but learning how this stuff works on their own. So for one year, we're offering these resources, 365 days. They have an opportunity to take advantage 
of mentorship from uh, the resources, from the board, from all those that are connected to GCGMA, that's Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards. And after that one year, our hope is that they are ready to uh, step forth. Uh, all too often, artists do that. I did it. I did it. Didn't have the mentorship and didn't know which way to go. And I didn't present my brand in the right way. So we're trying to avoid that. Well, Lakeisha, thank you so much for, uh, you know, saying those nice things. And, I mean, you being a woman of the cloth and being a an awesome, awesome artist, uh, this is only natural in your matriculation. And we wish you so much success, and, and we know it's going to be good. Tell our listeners where it is, when it is, and what they can expect uh, and, and so that they can get right to you. That is good. Thank you so much. I, I was ex- I'm so excited. I got so excited. I didn't tell everybody where they can go. <laughs> <laughs> Your excitement is contagious. Yes, it I, is. I, it's yes, what indeed. we need today to get us started on the right foot. Oh, well, all right. Well, even this call, just you know, with confirmation, is a blessing. So, the Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards is happening tomorrow, which is uh, um, yes, yeah, Saturday, September the second. Tomorrow, Saturday, September the second. Uh, at the Mary C. O'Keefe Cultural Center, the historic location. That address is 1600 Government Street in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. You can purchase your tickets online at gcgma.com. That's Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards, but GCGMA stands for that. Or you can purchase them at the door. We want people to get them in advance. The tickets are $20 for adults. That's ages 13 and up. They're $10 for youth, ages 3 to 12. There's going to be a red carpet at 2.30. Yes, Camille, we're going to roll out that red carpet. Yeah. There's going to be a red carpet at 2.30. We're going to let our recipients and their plus one grace that red carpet. There's going to be interviews from uh, local um, TV stations, uh, radio stations are going to be there. And then at 4 o'clock, we are going to kick this thing off. We are honoring some of the most prominent artists, some of the most prominent artists, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, we have one special, special guest uh, that we're honoring, and that is Mr. Stan Jones. Oh, and excellent. I to honor him on a statewide level, uh, and he's coming. I'm so, I'm so excited. He's coming, and the reason I wanted to honor him is because most people don't know who he is on the Gulf Coast. They hear some of the music that he wrote, but they have no clue who wrote it. Mm-hmm. So, we do that. so we're excited. We hope. Some of the people, some of the Jacksonians can come, (laughs) we hope, if they would like to, or anyone listening, they are welcome to come, and we pray that um, people are blessed, have a wonderful time, there's going to be some good gospel music going on, I'm going to sing, some of the recipients are going to sing, and we have another special guest artist, Krista McKenzie an award-winning gospel artist. So we are excited. Well, uh, Lakeisha, as we uh, lead into our break, I would ask you if you might give us a a quick note, um, a quick little uh, piece of music um, to take us out to our break. But we appreciate you being on the line today and and sharing more about this Gulf Coast Gospel Music Awards. That's tomorrow, September 2nd, in Ocean Springs at the Mary C. O'Keefe Cultural Arts Center, red carpet at 2.30 and the ceremony at 4. All right. I'm honored that you asked me to sing. (laughs) Well, the first thing that comes to mind is this little song, Oh, Give Thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. Yes, He is good. Oh, give thanks unto 
the Lord, for he is good, yes, he is good, for he is worthy, worthy, for he is good, yes, he is good, for he is worthy, worthy, for he is good. Yes, he is good. Oh, Mary Margaret, what I tell you, she got it on tap. She can turn it on anytime. <laughs> it cannot be denied. Well, thank you, Lakeisha Cotton, for being on the show. We need to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll talk with Leslie Henderson. She's the co-founder of Lazy Magnolia Brewery in the Kill. This is Next Stop Mississippi. You've been listening to Lakeisha Cotton, uh, her beautiful voice, and all about the wonderful program she's planned for this weekend in Ocean Springs. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back after the break. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. We've had a great show today. We talked to our friends over in West Point about the Black Prairie Blues Festival. We've uh, just gotten off the phone with Lakeisha Cotton. She's in Ocean Springs telling us about Saturday's Gospel Music Awards. And uh, without further ado, we're just going to head on down the road and uh, and welcome our next guest, Leslie Henderson. She's the co-founder of Lazy Magnolia Brewery in the Kill. So welcome to the show. Hello, Leslie. Thanks, and uh, cheers, y'all. Happy Friday. Cheers, y'all. Absolutely. Well, we're glad to have you on. Uh, Lazy Magnolia is is Mississippi's first brewery, Mississippi's oldest brewery, established in 2005. It's really um, an incredible testament to you, Leslie, and your husband, Mark, and your dedication to what was really an unknown industry in Mississippi that's become such a, a fast-growing one throughout the state. Yeah. Absolutely. And throughout the region, um, we started this business as a way to make Mississippi a better place and to shine a really good light on our beautiful state and the great people who live here. And we are so honored that we have other breweries in the state now. That just really validates the work that we're doing. Well, Leslie, I got to tell you, I am a big fan of your product. <laughs> Not to give away too much info on me, but I, I mean, you you guys' flavors and your twist and your even your advertising and, and the way you do things is, is so yummy, and, and, and I love it. Uh, did you guys have a background in brewing, or how did you get started just even with the idea of Lazy Magnolia? Well, my husband and I are both engineers. We were trained at Mississippi State, and prior to that, we went to the Mississippi School for Math and Science. So we already had a great love for our state. We grew up here, so we had an idea of what flavors our state kind of exemplifies. And then we put together an amazing team of very talented people who help us come up with the new recipes. In fact, this week we were hunkered down having our um, annual meeting to figure out what we're going to be putting out next year. And let me tell you, there are some really fun flavors coming out. You can stop by the tap room, our porch, um, anytime and check out what's new on the lineup. Well, Leslie, let's talk a little bit about the porch. This is something that uh, just opened this summer, um, and I, you know, the pictures online are just really just. I mean, you just want to go. You just want to <laughs> pop in. Well, that's where I am right now. It's the first place I pop in every morning, and it's it's wonderful to finally see this happen for Mississippi. As of July one, uh, Mississippi breweries can operate a tap room, and I believe ours is 
you know, absolutely gorgeous. It's a wonderful place to meet and hang out. It's family friendly. We have not only beers on tap, we're starting to do some craft sodas. We have a small kitchen, so you can come in and just grab some lunch if you want to. Oh, nice. So uh, how long has First Friday been going on? We have been doing First Friday since 2012. That's when the law changed to allow breweries to give samples. So once that happened, we started opening up, um, doing a special event on Fridays to feature a local charity, a local band, and uh, bring in some food and let people just have kind of a festival atmosphere. Um, It's very family-friendly, so people can have a tour. Uh, The kids can run around and play cornhole and ring toss and make murals on the floor with sidewalk chalk. Um, It's just a great time, and we've been doing it for years, and we have a lot of Steady people who come every single time, and every first Friday I meet some new friends, too, from all over the world. Well, and speaking of all over the world, I just have to say um, you're on a public broadcasting role because yesterday uh, the Japan Public Broadcasting Corporation was at Lazy Magnolia taking a tour with Leslie. That was quite an adventure. I'm just adding to our international friends here. They were in the area doing a story about Stennis Space Center, and they were looking for a, an interest piece to go along with that, and we were the lucky ones. So I, that was such a fun group to hang out with. Well, um, the food um, at the porch looks amazing. Uh, I didn't expect that. A really, like, beautiful kind of gastropub sort of menu. And uh, you guys have sort of added this, like, upper deck that gives you this really interesting vantage point of the brewery. Absolutely. So the upper deck um, is on top of the porch. I guess we could call it the screen porch. Um, We pour pour a concrete roof for the porch. And on top of that, it's a beautiful deck for having a little private party. We have a pool table up there. You can sit there and watch the packaging line run. So it's, it's a lot of fun to just go up there and grab a beer and have a game of pool. Well, Leslie, uh, we need to uh, take a break, but I want to say that um, tonight's um, uh, First Friday features music by Wesley, who will be our guest um, following you on the show. And we look forward to hearing more about his music and and his uh, unique style. But uh, tell folks where they can go learn more information about when they can take tours and how they can get involved in First Fridays. You can keep up with us on social media, Lazy Magnolia Brewery. That's a great place to get the invites to all of our upcoming events. And First Friday is tonight from 5 to 8. Uh, the kitchen will be open. We will have also food being prepared by Friends of the Animal Shelter in Hancock County. So nobody's going to go hungry. Well, that's nice. great. Well, Leslie, we so appreciate your time this morning. I know you guys are busy and uh, uh, bottling beer and, and creating new recipes, all while taking calls from uh-huh. public broadcasting. So. We appreciate it so much. Uh, But before uh, we take a break, I I do want to take a call from we've got a listener in Ridgeland. Uh, Gabe, welcome to the show. Hey, hey. I apologize for the poor call uh, call quality. I'm on Natchez Trace. But um, I thank you so much for taking my call. I know we're not taking calls right now, but thank you for making an exception. Uh, I wanted to, um, I wanted to, (laughs) I wanted to brag for a moment. Uh, back in 2005, 2006, I worked for Capital City Beverage, and that's, of course, the distributor uh, for uh, uh, Lacey Mag and product. I was in Oxford, Mississippi, eating at HX Diner on the square, and uh, Lacey Mag had, was doing a promo with the servers, where servers, like, they got, like, a dollar for every Lacey Mag beer that they, you know, that they sold, and I tasted 
Southern Con, first time, it absolutely changed my life. <laughs> this man says he had a religious experience with Southern Pecan Brew. Uh, oh, my God. I, I came back, and I talked to John Robertson and Frank Drennan. Uh, and you know, John was my boss. And Frank, of course, at the time, you know, he's, uh, he's still the owner, but at the time, he was actually running the capital city. Now his son, Brian, of course, is doing the runs. And um, I said, John, John, I, I tasted this beer, man. We got to get this beer in Jackson, and he said, "Like something on you." He just so that that so the beer's pretty good. I said, "Don't be awesome." And he said, "Well, I guess I should start returning their phone calls because they've been blowing up my phone." Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> so, so I well, am, I'm sure everyone's glad they did yeah. return that I, call. I, I, I'm at least partially responsible for Lazy Magnolia being distributed in Jackson. <laughs> well, that's and great. We're eternally grateful to you and to the Drennan family for bringing us to Jackson. Well, Gabe, we appreciate that anecdote. And you can find Lazy Magnolia not just here in Mississippi, but in states around the southeast. So uh, you can enjoy it whether you're at home or you're away. Uh, as uh, football season kicks up, uh, the time is now to enjoy um, uh, more and more of our home-brewed Mississippi uh, beverages. So we, we will take a break now. If you need suggestions uh, about how to fill your weekend, uh, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. Uh, when we return, we're going to talk to Wes Lee. He's playing uh, tonight at Lazy Magnolia Brewery. Wesley. So you want to uh, stay tuned for that to hear some of his great roots and blues music. This is Next Stop Mississippi here on MPB Think Radio, and we'll be right back. Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. She swishes. Yeah, she swishes. Way she shake when she walks away. Loving so good, it'll make you weak in the knees. Weak in your knees. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to the music of Wes Lee. He's our musical guest today on our final segment of Next Stop Mississippi. We like to showcase the incredible talent that we have around Mississippi, and we're doing that today with our good buddy from the Piney Woods, Wes Lee. Welcome, Wes. Hey, how are y'all today? We are great, Wes. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the music industry. Oh, man. How I got started in the music industry? Well, my daddy was a jazz trumpet player, and uh, so I grew up listening to the sounds of 
WC Handy, and that just kind of turned into this and that. And then I moved to Mississippi, uh, and then I just went full-fledged into going back and finding the roots of where it all came from and learning about people like Charlie Patton and Tommy Johnson and Robert Johnson and just just going back and finding it all and uh, incorporating that into into my sounds, into my songs. Well, and you do really have such a, a unique sound and, and unique style. Of, you know, people praise your music all around. You're the you're the 2017 solo finalist in the International Blues Challenge, uh, representing the Blues Society of Indianola. You were also named the 2017 Solo Artist of the Year at the Pine Belt Awards. So uh, really growing as an artist. But, um, Wes, I have to say, I first met you really as an educator. You were uh, doing workshops with teachers and showing them how to incorporate that uh, roots music and that traditional sound in the classrooms. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's really important. You know, catching the kids at a young age um, and just showing them, you know, telling them about the history of what this music is um, and showing it, show and tell, you know, it's so important. And uh, it's stuff that they remember as they, as they grow up. My kids are bigger now. But they still talk about learning stuff and making little projects with me when they were small. Um, And that's a big deal. That's a big deal because it's stuff that, you know, people are going to remember forever. They're going to always carry a piece of that with them. Well, and I think that memory uh, point is is a good one because I I feel like your performance really lends itself to memory in a lot of ways. You uh, your style, but your clothing style, your 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 yeah. music style, even your instruments um, are 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 items that are not easily forgotten. Yeah, those guitars are something, aren't they? They're old national uh, national steel guitars, um, steel bodies with resonators. Um, first developed in the 20s by the Dopiera brothers and they're still made by hand in san luis obispo california and uh, small it's a, still a small company they only produce a limited number of instruments a year uh but the music the, the instruments are just magical yeah what draws and, uh, you to those those guitars they look fantastic <laughs> they're like it's like putting like a car engine in your lap i'm telling you that's a great great analogy <laughs> You know, the the thing I love about them is that wherever you touch them, it's a different sound. Mm. It's it's just amazing. If you pop, if you tap the back or the corner, it's a different sound than it is if you just hit the string. So it's a very percussive instrument, especially when you go back and look at guys like uh, Booker T. Washington White, Booker White, who was B.B. King's cousin from Aberdeen. He always played national guitars. But he would play it in his lap with a knife. He would play it with a screwdriver. He would bang on the top and get all of these different sounds. You know, sounds to him were, were like having it sound like a train, the train tracks and the cars going down, as well as the chords and what his fingers were doing. Um, there's, it, it, it's limitless, the possibilities. You don't have to buy a pedal to put on the floor to, to tap and get sounds. The sound is all in your hands. And you just learn to draw the tones out of the instrument to help create your songs. 
Wow. Now, Wes, I love I love to hear you describe that, which makes mm-hmm. me want to hear a little music. So uh, we're going to uh, move into uh, a song, one of your tunes called Rest Your Pony. Um, I believe this is off your 2015 album, Blue Rue. Uh, so when we come back from taking a listen, we want you to tell us a little bit about this tune. Yes, ma'am. Come on down and lay your head. Let your pony rest till morning. Let the storms pass overhead. Your point of been running so hard. Yeah, you're living in a stream. Bring your pony to shelter. Come on, boy, and out that rain. Sometimes your pony stumbles Sometimes your pony falls Gotta rest your saddle You won't have no pony at all Come on down and rest your pony all right, Wes. Wow. I, I really can hear exactly what yes, you just indeed. described, how that guitar gives you so many uh, sounds, so many elements. I'm telling you. And, Wes, I'd like to know. I mean, you're obviously trained on uh, the discipline of finger picking and slide. Uh, how did you even learn how to do all of that? Uh, I watched and listened. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that really, you know, the advent, i tell you what, we... If technology is a wonderful thing, you know. I'm finding some footage of, of old guys playing, um, and just and watching, and then some things, you know, not just watching, but being there, being around guys. Jimmy Duck Holmes and Ben Tonia. I sat up there with him one day, and uh, and and he talked about how Big Jack played, and uh, showing, you know, you, how, this is how he held his fingers. And I was like, really? Oh, that's how he got that sound. And it's and it just gives me chills. It makes my hair stand up because it's so exciting to find how these sounds were made and how this person did this and then being able to, okay, I get frustrated because I, I can't do it, you know, and then I got to work on it for a long time and repetition, repetition, repetition. But, and then one day you figure it out and you're like, yep, that's it. I got it, you know, and, and that's an exciting thing. So it's, it's always the, the journey of, of learning to, to, to do these things is just exciting to me. Well, uh, Wes, the last time I saw you was actually over at Jimmy Duck Holmes' place uh, for the um, the uh, blues the blues festival there in Bentonia. And um, you know, speaking of kind of watching and listening and, and learning from these great influences, I mean, what is it like for you as a performer to play in the place where you know? Um, Big Jack played, or uh, Jack mm-hmm. Jack Owens played. It's it. It makes me stop and just go, wow! I do all this. Sometimes I get so caught up. I've got blinders on. Okay, I've got to, I've got this job. I've got to mail this stuff out. I've got to send these emails. I've got to make these calls, and I get lost in the the grand big picture. If if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and then to show up at something like his event which is such a fun down-home event and then you look around and 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 you're like yep i'm right here this this is really happening 
You know, this has been going on for almost 50 years. All these guys are, are, are playing here, have played here, and I'm right here with it. I'm in it. I'm, I'm in the middle of it right now. And, and it's just uh, it, it makes me stop and take great pause and, and be very thankful uh, for the work and for doing this and, and you know, I just enjoy it so much. Well, and, and I know that your listeners and your fans enjoy it as well. You had a special performance earlier this week celebrating Mississippi's Bicentennial by really taking a journey through this uh, musical legacy that we have in the state. Oh, that was amazing. The Brownstone, <laughs> the, the Brownstone Center at, at Pearl River Community College is a state-of-the-art building. It is so amazing i heard both my kids play band concerts and different honor bands there at that stage and i was so jealous of them (laughs) Uh, because that room sounds so good and and then when dr hill uh invited me to play i was all over it and uh yeah it was so much fun the uh the, the security, my friends told me that the security guards had to go up to the balcony twice because people were dancing. <laughs> <laughs> they were having too much. Well, it was great. We took, a, we took a, a, a tour. I told them the same thing I told you. My jumping off point for this music was through my dad and playing W.C. Handy. So we started in Memphis because that's where, you know, that's where he was out of there and, and played a couple of stanzas of Hesitation Blues. And I said, we're going to work our way down and across the state. And so I played Charlie Patton and Buka White and Sam Chapman and Jimmy Rogers and Tommy Johnson and Sun House. And we ended, and I said, and here we are. We're down here on the banks of the Pearl River, right beside where we are in this building right now. Let's all go down to the riverside. And we closed it out. We're down by the riverside, and everybody was clapping and just having a wonderful time. It was it was a really, really amazing event. Wow. I, I'm so glad to hear that. And and yeah. I think you just um, pretty much wrote out my my week, my Labor Day weekend playlist. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I get home, I'm going on Spotify and pulling up all of those artists you just mentioned and, and throwing in some Wesley as well. Uh, so, Wes, as we mentioned, you are playing tonight at uh, Lazy Magnolia Brewery as part of their first Fridays. You've got several gigs um, on the books for uh, all across Mississippi and around the region. Uh, tell our listeners where they can go and learn more about you uh hear some of your music and um as we close out we're going to hear another one of your tunes called chains that bind so maybe you can tell us a few words about that as well all right well the first part of that you can find out a lot more about me at my website www.wesleymusic.com also you know all the facebook and instagram all under the same name um lazy magnolia that room I know y'all were talking about it, and she was not giving nearly enough credit to that space. It's amazing. And the folks there are so nice. And I found a new flavor that y'all need to check out. It's called Me and the Dev Ale. Mm. I, it's, it's not in stores. You have to go there to get it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to have me one tonight. That, that was my personal favorite. So this place has an, air, it has an airplane in there. <laughs> from a 
Well, Wes, I hate I hate to cut in, but but we do need to uh, close out the show. It's been a great day on Next yes. Stop Mississippi, and you've been listening to the great Wesley. You're listening to him now, so uh, check him out online and on Facebook. So for um, Kamel King, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Our show today was produced by the great Michelle McAdoo, and uh, we uh, wish you all a wonderful and a safe holiday weekend. Please join us next week for another trip around Mississippi on Next Stop Mississippi. Southern Remedy for Women is up next. He tried to take a for his own, so I laid him down with my knife. Well, I'm going.